Welcome to Deconstructed, the podcast where we will be answering your questions about the structures around you. We will be your hosts. My name is Elide. And I'm Andrew. We're structural engineers in the Bay Area, and each week we'll find the right expert to answer your question. This week, let's hear from new homeowner Jenny. Hi, my name is Jenny. I just bought a house in Berkeley. It was built in 1924. I think it's made of wood. Is it going to be safe in an earthquake? Is there anything I can do to make it safer? This is a very interesting question, and lucky Jenny, they can't afford a house in Berkeley. And just to be clear, I think that what she's talking about are those typical one or two-story construction that are everywhere in East Bay. Yeah, exactly. And those types of homes are also common across the country. In fact, more than 90% of all homes are made of wood. And we have the perfect person to ask for this. My name's Kelly Cobin. Kelly has been working in the field of structural engineering and especially timber construction for 30 years. She's part of many code committees and wrote several books about this topic. So we asked Kelly, how did this type of construction do in past earthquakes? Are these houses safe? They did very well. And, and that isn't to say that they didn't have any damage. It is always hard to go through an earthquake and not have any damage at all. But in terms of keeping their occupants safe, they did extremely well. There's only one exception with one home in the Northridge earthquake that suffered a collapse. Beyond that, all of the documented earthquakes that have occurred in the western United States there have not been any severe injuries or fatalities in wood frame homes. They are probably the safest type of building around to be in. So that's great news for our friend Jenny. It sounds like she should be safe during an earthquake, but her house might not be. In fact, this type of construction has a couple of very common problems. These are easy to identify and relatively easy to fix, which is good. But the problem is that if you don't fix these issues, your house could be very, very badly damaged during an earthquake. So yes, you're saving a little bit of money now, but after an earthquake, you might have to stay in a shelter for a long time. And also your house can be very, very, very expensive to repair. So here's what we are trying to do. Let's try to understand what these issues are, if your house has them, and how to fix them. Let's start with the first one. One of the vulnerabilities that has been seen very repeatedly is damage to cripple walls. So what we're talking about is a home with a wood-framed lowest floor, and around the perimeter of the crawl space wood-framed walls that we call cripple walls. The problem with cripple walls is that in general, unless they've got plywood or OSB-oriented strand board, they sway over to the side and in some cases collapse completely and the home falls off of the cripple wall and down to the ground. Hmm, this sounds bad. So we asked Kelly, how do you know if your house has cripple walls? The first hint that you get that your house has cripple walls is instead of walking up the front path and directly in the front door, usually you go up a series of steps onto a front porch because the floor level is several feet above the outside ground level. The next thing to look for is that if you have a crawl space, it's supposed to be vented. 
So if you walked around the perimeter of your house, you ought to be seeing both vents and an access opening of some sort. Now that you know how to find out if your house has cripple walls, how do you repair it? So when you have a cripple wall that's supporting your home, if you bring in sheets of plywood or oriented strand board OSB is a product similar to plywood, and you nail it onto the studs over a length that might be from six feet to eight feet to 12 feet, then it provides strength and stiffness to the studs and keeps the studs from being able to sway sideways and cause the collapse. But cripple walls aren't the only problem you can find in your crawl space. Our expert Kelly explains. Homes built in California from 1850s and on through somewhere around the 1940s were built without any anchorage of the wood frame home to the supporting foundation. Then one of the vulnerabilities that we see over and over in the moderate to major earthquakes is the home literally sliding off the foundation and may fall off evenly or unevenly. It can cause very significant damage, potentially even so significant that it isn't repairable. All this information is great, but how can Jenny tell if her house might slide off the foundation during an earthquake? First off, this is most likely to occur in a home that has a crawl space. To figure out if your home was built without anchor bolt, you need to look at the walls around the perimeter of the crawl space and find the interface between the concrete or masonry foundation and the wood frame wall and see if there are anchor bolts that are connecting the what's called a wood sill plate at the base of the wood frame wall down to the concrete or masonry foundation. These problems typically go hand in hand. If your house has an unretrofitted cripple wall, most likely it's not bolted to its foundation. You can kill two birds with one stone by bolting the base of the wall to the foundation before putting plywood on the cripple wall. And there is more good news. In fact, if you are in California, you can get grants for these repairs. The California Earthquake Authority has this brace and bolt program. Grants are on the order of two or three thousand dollars, and uh, you can spend it on engineered design. It can spend it on materials, or you can hire a contractor. The retrofits tend to cost more than the grants for the most part. The cost of repairs depends on location as well. In Southern California, the repairs tend to cost about fifty-five hundred dollars, while in Northern California, the typical cost is closer to seven thousand dollars. If you're a DIY type person, you can design and do the repairs yourself. The Association of Bay Area Governments, along with other Bay Area organizations, has put together a cookbook retrofit for homeowners called Planset A. With Planset A, some basic home improvement skills and a few tools, you can be well on your way to retrofitting your own home. Wow, Kelly gave us a lot of interesting information about wood frame houses, right, Andrew? Yeah, that's right. I was really glad to hear that they're such safe places to be. Yeah, and also there are these typical repairs that you can do if you have this type of common issues. And once you're done with that, basically your house is even safer. Yeah, and if you have a nail gun and some coveralls, you can do the work yourself. 
Yeah, exactly. And we talked about the two issues today. There were uh, cripple walls and sliding of the foundation. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about two other issues of this type of houses that are related to chimneys and water heaters. So stay tuned. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to the Deconstructed Podcast on your favorite podcast app and please give us a five-star review. You can also check out our website, www.thedeconstructedpodcast.com, where we have additional resources and information about the topics that we cover in each episode. And if you want to see more images, for example, of this type of houses we talked in this episode, make sure that you check also our Instagram and Facebook pages. Just look for The Deconstructed Podcast and you will find us. This podcast is sponsored by Siong, the Structural Engineers Association of Northern California. When, when I was first working, my boss went under a house crawled all the way diagonally from the access opening to the other corner and then started hearing rattle, rattle, rattle. And he was down there with the rattlesnake. Oh, God. <laughs> Not happy. If you're in the Bay Area and require the services of a licensed structural engineer, we recommend that you consult the structural engineer referral list at seonk.com. That's S-E-A-O-N-C.com. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Seahawk. For more information, please refer to the full disclaimer on our website.